Hey guys, welcome to Keep Calm and Homeschool On. Now this is a special episode. This is an episode that is not just about me and or about homeschooling, but something that homeschool moms everywhere can relate to because we are gonna be talking about marriage. And you know what? You're probably all married. And so you are all gonna be able to relate to the things that we talk about today. And marriage is not always rainbows and unicorns, okay? Sometimes it's real. <laughs> Sometimes it's it's rough, okay? And unicorns. I don't know. I'm thinking of things that are are happy, okay? So so sometimes it is challenging. And so that is what we're going to be talking about today. And so I have my husband here. My name is Jonathan Spooner. I am Rebecca's husband. Just so you know. Yes. It's very important to him that everybody knows that I have a husband. Yes because he does not like that that my little online world exists often apart from him. So meet my husband. Hi. <laughs> so we are gonna be talking about our marriage. We'll give you a little insight into our story. And then we'll share just some real life stories and and talk about real life marriage because real life marriage is, is real. <laughs> Tell us about the first time we met Rebecca. Uh, yeah. I love how you're turning the tables, babe. Yes. I love that. Yes. All right. So the first time that we met was when I went to college and career at a brand new church where my parents were living. I was living in Kelowna. Okay. I was a city girl and I went to visit my parents and I showed up and my mom was like always pushing me. She was always pushing me. She was always pushing me to, to go out with guys. And I was like, no mom, they're going to get the wrong idea. Oh, no, they're not. No, they're not. Life's the wrong idea. That doesn't make any sense. The idea that I was actually interested in them. Like, I would be, like, not interested in them. And she's like, just go out as friends. I'm like, Mom, that doesn't happen. She's like, just have fun. Anyways, she thought I was pretty um, serious, which I was. I was very, very serious for a young age. But, guys, I was homeschooled. I was serious. I knew what I wanted from my life. So, anyways. Did you know? I digress. So I was not intending on putting on a bathing suit and going down the river at a church that I had never been to, but there was my mama standing behind me saying, come on, you're always so serious. So I donned my bathing suit and I went and showed up at a college and career, which by the way, remember I graduated when I was 16. I was only 17. I was not living with my parents. I had a semester of Bible college under my belt, and I was independent, but very young, showing up at college and career when most people aren't even graduated yet. So there I was, just just me. So Jonathan, tell tell me about your your first thoughts. I was like, wow, there is a woman that I have to meet. You are very pretty. You were new because I've been at the college and career group for quite a long time. And yeah, I was, I saw you immediately. <laughs> you, you were very pretty. And I was, as I was talking to you, you're very mature. <laughs> Why are you looking like that? You guys, it's been a long day. <laughs> this podcast episode has been a long time coming. And this is our fourth take. So I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm really trying. Okay. So yeah, we're going to edit that one out, are you? 
Yes, I'm. I'm <laughs> what? I'm definitely editing that. No, out. no, no. Yeah. I can't edit it out because now we're talking about editing it out. They're gonna wonder <laughs> why did you edit it out? What did you? What did you miss? So, moving forward. Moving so forward. basically, what Jonathan is not saying. So you get to filter what you say about you, <laughs> but not what you say about me. What he's not saying is that his first impression was fresh meat. That was his first impression. Okay, I was basically oh, like oh, oh, oh. like a big rump roast. <laughs> I'm just showing up at college and career, and he's like, "Fresh meat." Yeah, he's like, "No, it's not like Ow. that. It's a new person because you get to know everybody, and you know sometimes yeah, you know, we're not it's all old meat." <laughs> Don't say that. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Okay, so we drove in the back of a truck to. This is not a good story. <laughs> This is a terrible story. In in the okay, a whole bunch of us, we're young people, okay? We hopped in, we we drove legally in vehicles until we got to a dirt road along the river, at which point no vehicles could drive. So we hopped into a a, a My friends um had a my friend had a big truck and we stuffed it full of tubes cuz we were riding down the river full of tubes and flotation stuff. And we were all in the back hanging on to them. And we had a discussion, which was... Yeah, what was the discussion? It's about your age. Because, like, you were... I didn't... I couldn't... I couldn't peg you down. I didn't, like... Oh, she yeah, could I like be, to like, not be pegged down. Even <laughs> now, you guys. I, like, don't Well, you could have been, like, 14. Don't you put you me know, in no I'm, box. I'm, like, 20, what? Three? Five. Tw- no, I was Five. No, I was 24. 25. 25. I was 17. 18, 19, 20, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, um, we were floating on the river. I tried to um, engage with, with this beautiful woman at the with river. a mask on his face yeah. and a one of those snorkeling tubes. I, yeah. Well, the thing is, some of us snorkel down the river because it's like flying. You know, you're kind of flying down the river. And I tried to impress her by like, hey, you want to try this out? Because he float. takes it out of his mouth. He's got the lines all over his face. He pulls it out. Is literally like dripping with his saliva. And he's like, yeah, you want to try it? Well, you can wash it. There's a river. Oh my gosh! I'm like, I'm not even getting my hair wet. I'm, I'm trying to make an impression. This is my very first time. I'm like, who are you trying to impress? You just spit on my face, like right now. <laughs> okay. Well, who are you trying to Look, impress? Look, you haven't changed it at oh, all. My you goodness. haven't changed it at all. Okay, let's fast forward. We eventually fell in love. We fell in love. Actually, it wasn't a long process. We fell in love fairly quickly. I feel like you fell in love faster than I fell in love. But you phoned me up. I called you first. But you still, you were like, I love you. And I was like, me too. <laughs> This is news to me. <laughs> so anyways, but our, from when we got together for the first time, that's not from the first time we met, but from the first time that we actually had a conversation together to the day that we got married was exactly a year. Within a few months, we were engaged. Within a few months after that, we were married. Like it was very, very, very fast. Yeah, we got busy. Yeah. Like, but that's, we, you shouldn't say that. Well, we got busy planning getting, a wedding, planning a wedding okay. and getting married. What okay. were you thinking? So let's fast forward. 
Let's fast forward. So we got married. We walked. I walked down the aisle. It was magical, and and it happened. And then we we were married. And and what was our first few years of marriage like? Like, did we have the honeymoon phase that everybody talks about? (laughs) Well, there's some where like you know the marriages are like oh we finished each other's sentences and. You know, oh, we finish each other's sentences, <laughs> but it's like, it's like, I, I'm going to just tell everybody what I think you should say and it I'm going to shut you down. Clash of the Titans. It was battle of, yeah, it was, it was, it was hard because we, yeah, it, it was, the honeymoon was over. <laughs> you, well, you got pregnant right away and not to just, you know, not to blame it all on hormones and pregnancy. And I had a demanding career trying to yeah, learn that. Let's not blame it on that, shall we? <laughs> no, we. It was a rough a couple of years. The first we were we were I was stationed in a very small town. We were cut off from family, which is probably a good thing because our families, while he's mine, probably would have made it worse. You know, because you you tend to you know have warring sides and you know has sympathizers and. Yeah, we just didn't know each other, like really. Our dating time and even our engagement time, we were together for like three months. And then you were at depot for six months for training. And then you moved to the new place. And I was still living at home. Like we were planning the wedding all distance. So we didn't know each other. We didn't know how to communicate. And regardless of all of that, Jonathan and I, our personalities are, I always thought opposites attract. I always thought that I was going to go for someone who was opposite for me. Some like really quiet. I had to lay down a lot of expectations. And I thought I, you were going to say I had to lay down the law. And I was going to be like, wait, what now? <laughs> no, I had to lay down. I had expectations. I didn't know I had expectations, but I did. I had expectations. I failed your expectations? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I my 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 expectations were flawed. I realize now. What were your expectations? Well, like you have a clean house and have like a you know meal every yeah, day. Yeah, definitely and flawed. Then, and then have a you know my woman would make me lunch for my for my. Work. I did make you lunch. You did, but not all the time. And then I learned that I were, don't do that. You don't. You don't. <laughs> I no longer make your lunch. But it, it was compounded with the fact that you were pregnant, and then when you had Caleb. You know, and it was, you know, going shopping and then you were pregnant again. And it was just like, we were thrown into motherhood and fatherhood right away. And we were we were still trying to, to know each other. We're still trying to get to know one another. And our personalities, like what I was trying to say before you lovingly cut me off, was that our personalities are we're very similar we're very similar in yes. a lot of ways i'm like in some ways that's great because i married someone who truly understands me you get me we're very similar we're very much on the same page but our personalities we are both intense we are both yeah. passionate we are both stubborn we both think it's our way and we are right and and we're we're both leaders well, very but, strong leaders but we also get we argued about our arguments so much we oh, argue yeah. about how we apologize we argued about how we how we discuss things and the way, it was the small little things that grew into massive things that was that was just it was, oh my can you do you remember how they went on for hours and hours oh and hours. it was exhausting like it was exhausting but we we did work it out but it was exhausting and by the end of it we felt so raw and so robbed of our time like I mean, we had terrible I mean we had terrible Christmases and 
you know, our we were forced together. Like, we, you know, remember the drives to Costco, like drives to Kelowna? <laughs> we were alone in a car. For hours. And hours. And we talked and talked and talked. And Which, there, by the way, we had to drive for hours just to do our grocery shopping. Yeah, just to get so groceries. So we did a lot of driving. Yeah. So we were locked in a car. Kids, it would be, babies would be screaming in the back or... Yeah, it was, and we would, what would we talk about? We would talk about all kinds of stupid things. Well, we fought things. about hypothetical situations. We fought about, like, we fought about the future with how we were going to raise our kids when they were teenagers. Yeah. And sometimes, that was when I was just pregnant with Caleb. Like, yeah. we... Because you had expectations about, you know, because your family raised it your way, and I raised it my way, and I thought, we both thought we were right, and we were both, we were both afraid of, of, of difference. Yeah, I'll never forget. I'll never forget one time because we would pull over and and we would sometimes go for little walks. <laughs> and I remember one time that that we were on the side of the road, just kind of kind of maybe maybe lovingly raising our voices. Okay, just sometimes we did that lovingly raised our voices, and and we were just on the side of the highway, cars zooming by. Who knows what they thought of us? And and I remember that you turned to me and you said, "I feel like I am losing." myself and I was like I feel like I'm losing myself it would that that was it it was like that was the root of everything is that we felt that by constantly compromising compromises like you have to give up part of your own expectation part of of what you want part of what you think you're right and you we did it so much and so brutally and so often and so harshly and it was long and it was like it was painful it was like ripping away part of who we were that at the end it just felt like man, what's left of me? Like, who even am I? Like trying to, trying to even find our identity again. And it was, it was hard. Like it was just really, really hard our first because few we, years. Because we, 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 we were both at that spot where, you know, we're past young adolescents and, you know, we had jobs or we had jobs. We, we, we felt established, you know, within our character and now we like met each other and we felt like the com- we have that confidence of who we are but by joining us it's like now this is not this is different this is this is not what i this is not what i prayed for i thought it was going to be like this but it wasn't so yeah there's some things that we needed to let die and let go and and a lot of things a lot of things and to rebuild all over again together together in a new way a way that wasn't what we thought and and yeah so that process of it it, like that iron sharpens iron it was it was like we literally had to grate together until we became one and that's the process I feel like I feel like definitely not everybody goes through that for sure not everybody I feel like we are the anomaly who do we even talk to like part of it was yeah we need someone to talk to well you're in a town of 600 people like there's not very many options and and we definitely couldn't talk to family because it was rough and they would have taken sides and so we were very limited and even if we could have talked to somebody who would understand very few people have marriages like that that go through that we were just we were unique well yeah it felt like we were in this 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 uh, I don't know how it is like this forge of just, you know, of heat and pressure, and uh, we we made it. It was commitment, you know. It, it was the arguments got heated. The arguments and they were just they were they weren't they weren't they had no substance really. It was just all about just us a battle of wills. Yeah. It was a will of like I'm doing this and we're doing this. We're going this way and. 
We made a lot of mistakes. We made a lot of mistakes. We didn't fight well at all. We didn't fight well. And so now looking back on it, I, I partly feel like as much as, as much as I feel like, man, when I see newly married couples, like the, yeah, the, the one week or two weeks or six weeks of marriage, like premarital counseling is nothing. No. It's not enough. But it's at the same enough. time, who can ever prepare you and who can ever anticipate what it's going to be like? And it's different for every couple. What we needed was someone maybe there in that. But at the same time, it's like God orchestrated it because we we got through it. I don't know if we would have gotten through it if anybody else had been there to speak their part. Because I think anyone else would have spoken that you guys should just, you should just separate. This I, was a mistake. I think what we, I think we did well the some things that we did you know in a positive note was for the most part we went to bed together you know there were some times where we were apart like in terms of like you know i slept on the couch or something like that but i don't know if we ever lasted a night of that though was that i i really think it once it, it i think 98 percent of the time we slept together we were in the same we were together and we resolved things within the day we did definitely didn't day or the next at least to the next morning i think that was that was that's a very consistent thing we definitely didn't let things go past like two three days a week we did not do that no never. that was not it was usually, there's, just, there's just another thing that came up <laughs> <laughs> you know it came up but it wasn't the same thread of that argument we wouldn't we definitely did not hold or let things fester we just didn't do that we don't we didn't like what do you call it you know when somebody just kind of holds on to it for no, this no. and then explodes we dealt with things right away we dealt with things to the point right that away. i remember sometimes having very strong loving raised voices in in grocery stores <laughs> yeah we did not hold back that's a th that, that's a plus and a minus we didn't hold back we shot at each other like, like, you know, two machine guns until we, we ran out of ammunition. And then before we reloaded, we thought about, you know, a different perspective. But we definitely didn't th let things fester. And I thought that, I think that was a good thing. We don't let things linger. Yeah. We don't hold on to things. We let it out. And we did. We, we, we battled it out. Ugh. And the fact that we were alone. Because the only person we had to lean on was each other or God. That was it. There was no one else. There was no one else yeah. that really even we knew. Did. I don't think we've even, other than there's like, there is a couple very small people that know this in our lives, but we've not shared a lot of our early marriage no. with people. In the end of, you know, those, those seasons or those discussions or whatever, in the end, we committed to each other. It was a choice. It was a choice by our will. We recognized that those feelings like we really rode our our feelings quite a bit. Like you know, if we are offended, usually it 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 was an offense of some sort, and we rode that sail like man, like it was like it was like a storm until it. We our feelings were were we we they they got the best of us, um, but we were we we loved each other. We still love each other, and we committed to one another. We and there were some bullying things that I needed to get you know, out of the way, like, you know, intimidation and having meaningful discussions with your wife, with each other, meaningful, without threats, without, um, um, but just pure honesty, you know, like, you know, like, 
And not playing games. Like for me too. Like I I would play games. Like I would I would do the silent treatment. I would pull back. I would I would expect you to come to me. I would get angry and and punish you and slam cupboards and you know, like I, I think that that's normal. But I think that it just, those were the things that we really had to decide, okay, if these things are actually destroying us and if we want to, if we are committed to this marriage, then we are committed to not fighting this way, not oh, doing these things yeah. and, and choosing that, to, that we won't. Yeah. Yeah. We worked out, uh, uh, you know, right now we, you know, we always, once in a while something will come up, but we, I have now the confidence that we will work it out, you know? Whereas before, I was like, oh, I don't know how we're going to work this out. I mean, I want it to work out, but now I have the confidence. We'll work it out. Um, but we have to, you know, we'll, but I won't be so presumptuous that like, oh, well, you know, she'll just take it like that. We still talk about it, discuss, have a resolution. and um, We definitely know each other's limits. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another thing that we learned. We didn't know each other's limits. We, like for me, I know I poked and I prod I prod I prod and to to provoke you to engage because I hate disengagement I hate silent treatment and I, hate, I disengage yeah you disengage <laughs> I think it's really important to talk about and and to be honest with where you came from and that's where we came from we came from there was a fierceness in both Jonathan and I that was there in how we fought for sure we were fierce but we are fierce in our love for each other and that has always been there our fierceness in both and and it was unhealthy in the beginning because we had to to learn how to fight and communicate and all of those things but but that time, I feel like some of those things that maybe couples go through around the 10-year mark or we didn't go through that. For us, every year has been better than the last. And it, I mean, now we barely fight. And if we do, it's like, it's, it's like nattery fighting. It's like small little things because we, we are learning and have learned and gone through so much together that we know like not to go to those limits. Yeah, don't go. You know somebody else's limits. I always say that I made you into a stronger woman. Is that true? Is that true? I mean, in some ways, there's definitely, I mean, I've, I feel like we've come through the fire and I actually think like, I don't know, I don't think, I don't think the enemy wanted us together. And I think that he was trying absolutely everything in his power to break us apart. And now looking back, like I remember having, I remember one time driving by myself, probably to get away from a fight and thinking like, I've made a mistake. And I was pregnant and I was like, what now? Like, like literally it's all over. I made a mistake. And yet I was so like, I would never consider divorce deep down in my heart because especially we were pregnant. And I just, and I remember in that moment that it just seemed like, like so dark. It seemed so like almost impossible. And I feel like we've come through so much that, that I, same thing. I have that confidence. I have confidence in the fact that we are supposed to be together. And back then I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I was like, maybe, maybe we made a mistake. But because of what we've come through, it isn't just I have confidence now we can work things out and whatever. It is, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God, God wanted us together. And I'm not even sure how I feel. Like, does God have one person out there for you and that's it and, and it's all. But I do believe he has a plan. And I do believe that that Jonathan and I were supposed to be together. And I think that... And you have to fight for it. You have, you have to, to fight. fight for it. And some of the biggest fights is within yourself. 
and it, it's compromising, but not to the point where you compromise to a point where you just absolutely lose yourself. It's not that, you know, like you talk about like, you know, how just some people just give in and they lose like their, you know, a part of their, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's not about that. It's, it's, it's about balance and it's about um, balancing, balancing, not losing yourself, but making yourself known. You know, when two become one, it, you become something new. Uh, so you lose a few things and you and also you gain I can't imagine my life without you I can't I can't even imagine because we are so close together you know I'm drawn to you every time I come home and I'm at where I'm drawn to you I can't wait you're my best friend and I just can't I can't I can't be without you ever and that has come through um you know, I think what we went through was an accelerated portion where some people work, couples worked through that after decades, whereas us, we need to get some of that stuff out right away. We were having five, four, five kids and we were, you know, we get into ministry in, in different areas and we needed to sort this stuff out now because, you know, we're not the only ones that want to see us fail. You know, there's other things that are out there and we need to stand together, but together we need to have an understanding and that takes that takes that takes that takes refiner's fire. That takes something with a lot of pressure and um, and uh, conflict to resolve. And we did it. We did it. The end story is well, our story isn't ending, but this uh, right now, like when people say, you know, marriage, I'm like, yep, loving it. It really is. I feel like. I feel like we wouldn't be the same even without having gone through that because that 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 it's like we had to yeah there was there was a lot there was so much in us that had to die mm -hmm. and and we I I am such a different person. It's almost like my I don't even know who I was before you. Like like I I've changed so much and I think what's unique is that especially from the women's side is that usually I feel like what happens is that we tend to give more, to submit more, to lose more of who we are, and we become totally dependent on our husband for absolutely everything. And and I have seen some people be in those situations, and then sometimes they, they go out and they start doing things on their own. They start getting a job, and it divides them so much because, yes. because all of a sudden they have this identity outside of their husband they never had before, and it's such a stark contrast. And I feel like for us, we had this both strong, strong amalgamation of becoming one, and it was like the most painful and crazy process but at the same time I also we did it together and we've grown together but even like this blog and everything that I've done with business I feel like yeah. like I we are both strong we are both still independent and yet we are both still so strongly one and and that's yeah. what's I think so unique coming home and expecting a clean house like when we homeschooled all of that the expectation you have had on me oh yeah Pat leave was very interesting I mean I again it's such a different perspective of what you do and what you do at home what you have to endure and the fact that um i was the invader of this of this environment it's sort of weird because you know I, but i really was an invader into this environment because i go to i go to work um away from the home and i you know sleep and eat here have some fun <laughs> you know i live here but there's a 
a separate world, a separate environment where I'm not always a part of that. And to be there 24-7, I'm an invader. And uh, it's presumptuous just to go in there and, and, you know, push my weight around and think I know what I'm doing. That was a wake-up call. It was interesting in the process of that because there were things that you did that you implemented, that you, like the laundry system. You're like, I think we can do it this way. I think there's a better way. And, and you tried. And the thing is, in some ways, like you needed to do those things to even try to help. And, and I needed your help. But I feel like what happened, it's like these small shifts that happened in your marriage. And I think somewhere in there, I don't even know when the shift happened, but that expectation that he had on me completely changed. Like I cannot relate anymore in any capacity to, I mean, there's times you come home, there's no dinner on the table. It's like you make dinner and he does. He'll go shopping after work and and bring home because he knows how hard I'm working. He knows I'm homeschooling the kids. I've been working all day. I've got deadlines. You know, yeah, the house is a mess today. Like it's, he knows my world now and and I think that's, I don't even know when that shift happened, but that shift happened. And now it's like, we can't go back. That's just part of. No. I feel like it, it's this, this, this evolving awareness of what you do. Um, it, it, it strengthened our marriage, definitely. Uh, and uh, Pat Leave was a, a blessing in many, in many ways. So let's end with just talking a little bit about our marriage now. Like what it is now and what... I feel like, I mean, you guys, you, you see little glimpses. If you've ever watched us live together, you've seen some of the little glimpses of my husband and I and kind of our dynamics in our marriage. But I feel like what, what I, and I don't know, I don't presume to know anybody else's marriage, but I feel like from what, what we see versus what we have, what's different about it, what kind of marks us, our, our little quirky tendencies, is that we, we are absolutely ridiculously goofy with each other. We yes. have so much fun together and we still have, I mean, in, in actually more ways, I think more love for one another. Like what he said, like I, when, when I go anywhere without him, I'm lost. Like I, I can go and I'll go for the sake of my kids or if I have to, but, but without him, I'm, and I'm constantly, if I know he's coming, I'm looking at the door, I'm waiting. I'm like every fiber of me is just waiting for him to come. When he gets there, it's like, we can hardly sometimes have conversation because we are just like, hi, and we like sit together and we and hold I gotta hands. Admit, I, and I I love, I love that. I remember that was one of our first things where I I love coming home from work. I love coming home from shopping and you know when I get a bunch of groceries and I want you there. Hey, I've come home from the world and I want and I love that. I want I love being loved when I come home. It's it's actually a really important time. I hey ladies take a hint. You know, so for some guys when they come home from work, it, it it's nice to be greeted. Welcome home. You know, good to see you. You know, I, sometimes when I get home and everybody's on their iPads and busy, you know, and I come home, there's groceries and I got on the load and, or, you know, I had a rough day at work. It really is just like, uh, you know, nobody loves me. <laughs> yeah, you feel like Eeyore, but, you know, but it's like, you know, I really appreciate that when, when you know, because like, it's not always going to be like that when kids come rushing home and hugging me and hugging my legs and stuff like that. They're going to grow up and, you know, I even notice my older ones, less and less they run to me with such energy and, and you know what I mean? And it's going to be a time. But I look forward to the future and every day when I wake up, it's like, oh, what are we going to do today? What are we going to do today? How can we surprise my wife? 
We have a lot of fun together. Yeah, a lot of fun. It's important. Yeah. I think in some ways, too, like when we go out without our kids, I think people think we're newlyweds. There's this aspect <laughs> where we – I think they do. I think people think we're newlyweds because of the way that we we just hang on each other's every word and we have so much fun and we just – we were very physical. We're very affectionate. We're very like I jump on your back, and you know what I mean. Like we're there's... very also from the very beginning, I committed, and uh, to being a guardian of our time, like a guardian. Like we don't want to be so busy that we don't have enough time together for the small little things, right? And only wrapped up running around things. We are big guardians of our time uh, with each other. You know, we go on dates, and you know we sneak away to our bed and cuddle and talk alone with each other and uh, to me those are that's probably the most I would say the most valuable and vital times in our marriage it's not the dates it's not um it's 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 I think the most vital times are when we go into our room and we literally do like you don't don't take that any other way than what it is like we we goof off sometimes we wrestle we play we visit we cuddle we talk we, we talk about our day and we can spend hours literally hours just Jonathan Rebecca time it's and, and not just for us, but for our kids. Our kids come in and sometimes they just stand there and watch us and just smile. Like they just, they love seeing us love each other and play together and have fun together and and banter together. And they it, for them, that confidence and security in our marriage and, and seeing what, what love can look like. And I, I just think it's probably... It's like ridiculous. Like we're guarding our time so that we can literally goof off and be silly and like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of silly, but I would say it's, it's probably our, our most vital part yeah. of what we guard our time for is to stay in our pajamas and, and visit and go sit in the hot tub and yeah, hot tub time. <laughs> dream and talk and yeah, dream and talk, you know, and usually our, our bedroom is our, we ask our kids to knock before you go in. It's just respectful for the time that we are spending with each other, right? And it's not like we just lock them out. We, but we do, you know, this is an important time. Please knock. Oh, you have something to do or, okay, I'm going to address this later. This is mommy and daddy time when we're talking and we're having fun uh, or we're talking about our day or we're talking about the Lord and, you know, those are important times. Yeah. So hopefully that's given you a glimpse into our marriage. I know it does not have really anything to do with homeschooling, but I feel like sometimes people look at at us, and we've had people say that before, and, and young couples, and I, I think it's it's super, it's probably one of the greatest compliments I ever received was a young couple that had just gotten married and said, we want to be like you guys when we've been married for 10 years, like that we still just are ridiculously head over heels in love with each other. And I think that they just see where we are today and they they don't see the journey that it took to get here. And the journey was was difficult. And the journey has been full of many, many ups and downs. And everybody has their own story. And I, I think that, that, you know, probably there's some people that are listening to this that super judge and think that's like really unhealthy and all of these things. And it was. Like we... We went through what we went through, but the thing is, is that we're here on the other side. And on the other side, we are just so grateful at the end of the day to God for for getting us through our own selves. And and I think that, um, yeah, I think it's a testimony, a well, testimony to him and his grace in our lives. You know, I just look forward to every day that, you know, like, what, what are we going to do together next? What are, where are we going to go together 
you know, what are we going to plan to get together, you and I? Yeah, our kids. Yeah, I don't know, they're with us all the time here and there. But what are we going to do together? We are going to be that couple that's going to be like 90 years old and still looking at each other funny and pinching each other and <laughs> grabbing each other. That's who I imagine us to be. We're going to be those awkward couples. That's something so wonderful to look forward to. <laughs> anyways all right well thank you so much for tuning in today if you like what you hear hit the subscribe button subscribe to itunes if you're on itunes or stitcher if you're on stitcher and if you want do a little review but check around some of my other episodes i've got lots of content specifically most of it's about homeschooling but i hope that this gave you a glimpse into me my life my husband and and what god has done in our life and just how thankful we are for his faithfulness to us so have an amazing day and we will see you guys again next week.